This is a Props.com production. The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered 12! I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. Tuesday, everybody. Welcome into another episode of the Bostonian versus the book sports grid replay on your television sets, late nights, Twitter and YouTube live audio podcast following Dave Sherapin, the book Matt Peralt, the Bostonian. Dave, did you know that I'm the biggest baseball fan? Do you know how much I love baseball? I got my Royal, my Royal Rooters outfit on today because I'm the biggest baseball better of all time. The hell's going on? wasn't in the notes since i wanted football to come back so badly and i was so excited for football oh we're going baseball baby (laughs) you're one of those (laughs) (laughs) all these people clamoring i need football oh football come back please holy mother of god so yes, I'm wearing a baseball outfit today because I need to perform baseball wise because my goodness gracious, last night was just the icing on the cake. Last night was just the cherry on top. Two fumbles on the one yard line. Yes. And a coach deciding to go for a 64 yard field goal. Not sure what was happening at the end of that game. Really? I would have at least if the kick goes through or the coach actually had a pair. I actually might have gotten myself a one in one night last night, which wouldn't have mattered. It would have been you know, down point one. We were moved on. It would have been fine. No big deal. Right. Same game parlay loses because Nathaniel Hackett hacks in the name. Makes sense to me <laughs> because I said Ooh. the Broncos would be in last place in the AFC West and nothing about last night changed that opinion of me of the Broncos are going to be in last place in the AFC West. You, 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 you bet him in better book it, didn't you? You laid a six and a half. I bet him twice because I thought the Seahawks were worse. I was wrong. Twice. Twice. But like the twice. first one wasn't enough. You had to come really? back for more. Well, I did the same game parlay. You was better to book it. I did a minus six and a half. And in case I was going to be wrong with a six and a half, which I was, I said, the Broncos can't lose to Seattle. Like this, you just can't. It's, it's criminal to lose to Seattle. They're horrific. No. They're an awful yes. football team. Yes. Can't lose this game. They had two drives Two. I mean, this was like watching That's Iowa, Iowa one. state. Oh yeah. This is, I, this, is, this is like watching the Cyhawk game all over again. I'm like, Cy-Hawk. what the hell am I watching? You <laughs> hang on to the freaking football. What the hell's wrong with you guys? Oh, Fumbling at the one twice missed. And then on a fourth and five Hackett says he had a better chance of picking up or hitting a 64 yard, the 64. second longest field goal in NFL history ever, <laughs> ever <laughs> second longest. Let's attempt that. Yeah. Rather than the 260 plus million dollar quarterback that you've got and your receivers that you've spent first round picks on the last three years, sure. <laughs> we're not going to give them a shot, yeah. which by the way, I had three timeouts left 
if you don't make it, you take three timeouts. You might get the ball back with like 25 seconds left. You might have a chance to throw a Hail Mary, maybe get up, and then you kick the 64-yard field goal. You don't kick the thing when you got a minute 20 and three timeouts left. You voluntarily decided <laughs> to kick a 64-yard field goal. The whole the whole last drive was mismanaged time-wise, and I, I, I don't know what was going on there. <clears throat> I really thought that Denver was going to win, just win the game, not cover. Right. By the time they fumbled the second time, you're like, all right, I think we're good here holding the Seattle ticket. So that was fine. Um, I can't believe you look like you're in eight men out with this outfit, people. Like you, <laughs> he looks like he should be coming through the cornfields. You're burying Iowa and Iowa State for the Cyhawk game. We talked about that yesterday, a dead under. This game turns out to be a dead under with all those turnovers and things. The teasers took down everybody. Denver doesn't even win. We talked a little bit about yesterday, the circus survivor and all the survivor pool people that were still alive somehow going into Monday. And then bam, there's less than 3000 people in that thing. Now P Ralt, wow. it's week one and over half of the entries out. So you wanted football, you got football. Books are very appreciative of it. Thank you. That's why I'm wearing my baseball attire today. <laughs> can, can I say one quick thing like here, by the way? for a road game. About something real fast. Yeah. Somebody, so a lot of times I forget that people don't listen to BVB and just the picks. Mm-hmm. I had two people. I went after Connecticut last night on the on, on JTP, right? <laughs> doing this. <laughs> so like I had a guy, I had two people write me on DMs like listing how I've followed you for so long. I've done all these different things. And then I, I listened to you say all these things about my home state, And I, and I just started, I like, I was like, okay, you obviously don't listen to BVB because you don't get the joke. So you got a lot. Yeah, go watch BVB, oh, please. Yeah. Because there's a running joke about Connecticut and there's no way in hell I'm betting on Connecticut tonight. So this is an easy, easy bet to bet on Vegas against Connecticut. This I would have betted on it on Friday, on Sunday, but the WNBA is dumb enough to play their game one of the finals opposite week one of the NFL. So brilliant job out of marketing out of you guys. I'm not. Like, I, I don't like your state. Yes. Okay. But like, don't, don't <laughs> go this state. far. Like, don't, don't just go, like, go, oh my gosh, I have like a huge problem with you. Like you, like it was just, I had two very angry people <laughs> about the state of Connecticut and I'm like, come off of it. And then the other people are mad because JTP is going to come off YouTube and go just on props. And this is not leaving. BVB will always be on YouTube. We'll always have a YouTube channel. We're just taking JTP and putting it on props.com. That's the only one we're doing it. So just, it's not like an insult. I'm not trying to like make you mad or I told you it's coming October 1st. It's three weeks away. Like it's a long time. You shouldn't be stunned about this. Right. But like, calm down. (laughs) (laughs) Pump the brakes on a Tuesday morning, people coming at in my DMs today. You guys are all over me over two things that really aren't that big of a deal. I get DMs that say like, please don't tell Matt, but I live in Connecticut. Or (laughs) please don't tell Matt that I'm driving through Connecticut. I'm going to Mohegan Sun. And I'm like, I won't tell him. Don't worry. As long as you leave the state. If you're driving in, just make sure you leave. Just got to leave. Yeah. Okay. As long as you you can go through the state, you have to. But if you just make sure you leave the state, you have to get out. Can you make it a day trip at least? Easy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just go. Even people in Connecticut agree with me that it should be half New York and half half Massachusetts. (laughs) 
even they lived it. Like, yeah, that makes sense. We have 49 states. We don't need to be a state. What do we need a state for? We need two senators and a bunch of, you know, reps to be in D.C. for us for. We just oh want to be we copy New York and we copy Massachusetts. But they do. They fall, <laughs> they fall in line. What do you do? But seriously, just back to this Monday night game. I, I mean, some coaches just should be coordinators, right? Like some guys just prove what they are Whoa. in these moments. What are you talking about? Like Hackett's a coordinator. You just said it. It was mismanaged from the beginning. Coach. So sometimes you make a mistake. I don't believe anybody. I'm an I never cease to be amazed at the lack of someone on your sideline or in your headset to say, yo, hey, we got three timeouts. Let's we got Russ. Like, let's just call timeout. Everybody relax. Let's get another first down. Let's get it a little bit closer. They just let the time take off the clock, let the time take off the clock. And I don't know what the analytics say. I don't want, I don't care. I'm watching care. a game going, a kid that plays Madden, it's 12 years old, could have done this better. It's really, it, uh, the best joke, I was dying laughing. <laughs> Somebody wrote on a fake Nathaniel Hackett account. He goes, this oh. shit was a lot easier on Madden. <laughs> I was like, that's awesome. There's I was no, like, that's so true. It's unbelievable. There's just no, I mean, it's social media is, is <laughs> good. Great. It's oh. great. And it's bad. And it's terrible all at the same time. Yep. A fake Nathaniel. Is it Nathaniel? Are we going to go with Nathaniel? We're we just going to call him Nate. Hackett? He wants to be called Nathaniel. That's why I would call him Nate. And that's another, another issue I've got with him. You making me call you, call you Nathaniel. Like, come on, bro. Like, Cheers, right? like th- that's my whole thing with Matthew Stafford. Like, don't make people call him Matthew. My, I'm Matthew Stafford. Like, if he always went by Matthew, that's fine. I'm sure Nathaniel always went by Nathaniel, but it's just like as people, Did we he? get to pick and choose. Nathaniel. That's a lot of syllables. I don't know. Two syllables is fine. Three, somebody shortens it somewhere along the way and it sticks. It's just something that your mom and your wife or girlfriend calls you. To differentiate yourself, are you bringing the wife back into this now? It's, it not always wife, is not like, the wife. There's no way his friends call. Hey, Nathaniel, do you want to go for a beer? Like, like, come on! Like, no one's calling Nathaniel. I'm not calling you Nathaniel. I have friends. I mean, it's Nate. Like, your name's Nate. It's Nate. Okay, <laughs> it's like I'm Matt. Okay, like if somebody calls me up and says, Matthew, would you like to go to dinner tonight? I'd be like, what did I do wrong? <laughs> like, what? Am I in trouble? Like, what? What? What's? What's wrong? Like, there's no way that's like a normal conversation to be calling me that, unless you're dating me, married to me, or my mom. One of the two, Whoa. or three. All right. That's the only people well, who have ever three? been calling what? me calling me Matthew. Oh my gosh, that's it. Somebody probably called him Nathan along the way, and he didn't like it, right? But Nathaniel, though, Nathan, it's easier. Like, even Nathan's okay, but Nathaniel. No, not a fan. Not maybe his, maybe his, uh, maybe no. his agent or something told him you gotta go. No, it's, it's, it's probably yeah. Well, fine, yeah. Let, let's separate yourself from everybody. Let's let's be aristocratic. Let's elevate you in the minds of people in Denver. Little bougie. <sighs> good word. Kid word. I don't like that word, but good word. I don't get it. Where did it come from? Where did bougie come from? I don't know, but that's <laughs> I mean that's what the kids are saying. I know where did it come from? That you know, oh, you're bougie. What? Yep. But the least bougie it, person you know, I can be the bougie, but I'm not. I'm absolutely not. Yeah, I am, but that's fine. But I must not still go by Matthew though. Bonvi's in the house. Hello, What's Matthew. Bonvi, we got another Matthew. I mean, I don't know if he goes by Matt Matthew, but Bonvi's here. Um, big fan of Bonvi. So just you go by Matthew sure. for big events. That's it. Graduations, you know, things that go on plaques. 
use that name. Does your mom make it a big deal to go by Matthew? My, my mom, when I was in trouble, that's when I, only time I ever heard Matthew was I was in, I was in big trouble. I was in big trouble. When I ever heard that, whenever my name Matthew gets said, I'm always like, something's wrong. Like, it's just not right. Either I'm in the wrong or something's happening or somebody needs help. Like there's, there's a red flag that's been flowing up. If I'm being, if I hear the word Matthew, I'm like, what did I do? What's wrong? My grandmother, who I called Nani, she called me David mm -hmm. every single time. There was mm -hmm. never a time she said Dave. It was always David. And my mother, for the most part, called me David every single time. I got alarmed when she called me Dave. Oh, no. Then I knew I was in real trouble. <laughs> I, knew that was, I knew that was bad. If she shortened it. Yeah. If I got the full name, David Michael, I mean, you automatically know it's probably you might be headed to the penitentiary if you heard that. If you heard oh. the middle name, that's that's big. Oh, trouble. that's a great point. Yeah. If yeah. I heard Matthew Jason, I, I, oh. knew, I knew to run. That's yeah, you ain't yeah. looking behind you. You just heard it and knows you go the other way. Like yeah. That's 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 run. But she made it a big deal all the time on like everything I printed like in school when I was a little kid. Because when a friend started calling me Dave, I was like, all right, Dave's kind of uh, I like it. And it's a letter shorter. Mm. It's fine. And she's like, you write your name every time, David. Mm. So I don't mind David. I as as a as a I, I David has some authority to me. I like David. That's fine. That that name has an authority figure to it. Not Nathaniel, though. Not Nathaniel. Not Matthew. No, the, 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 those are not authoritative names. Those are no. I'm 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 not a fan of either one. Um. All right. I I have to get this off my chest, so we have to put this on the screen right away. Have you seen what the Browns did this morning? This is like a cleansing. You're so aggravated oh, with I'm the so, results so, of football. So now we're just going to have the yeah, Tuesday yeah, confessional yeah. right but, here. But this is go. this is funny. I, I've been laughing about this all morning, and I can't stop laughing about this. I what swore this was fake. What? I, when when Field Yates tweeted this out, I went, "You're this is a joke, right?" I was like, "Please tell me this isn't real," and this is real. The Cleveland Browns have decided to put an elf at fit the 50 yard line for their home opener. Can you please explain to me what this is? Cause I can't figure this out. What is the joke I am missing? What is the reference I am missing other than they now have a mascot that's an elf. So they put the elf at the 50 yard line. It's, it's the Cleveland, it's the Cleveland Brown guy. What do you mean? You don't know this? No, tell me this. What do you mean the Cleveland Brown guy? The, the Cleveland Browns are named after Paul Brown. Yeah. So that's why they call the Browns. Yeah, but everything needs an emblem. What's a brown? What's the Cleveland Brown emblem? For years, you don't know, right? It's a color. Oh, no, sir. It's this guy. It's the elf. This is not like a new thing. This is a long time this thing. This is actually, yes, this is the original thing. This goes back to like whenever they became a team. And obviously it didn't work then, but they're bringing it back now because everything that's was old is new and everything that's new is cool. That right, was fair, old. Fair. When you get that, you got to put this on the screen. So, people, people need, yeah. need to see this because yeah. this is absolutely the worst idea. I want to know what marketing director ripped a two foot bong rip and decided to go, hey, you know what? Um, let's put an elf at the 50 yard line. And then somebody was like, Good idea. Let's do that. This is this is on a hat that I almost purchased. Fine. I have no problem with being a third, fourth, fifth logo. 
I have no problem view of They merch. have no logo. This is the problem. They're, put the, the helmet on. Put Brown. a picture of Paul Brown at the 50-yard line. Nobody's going to buy that. It looks like something out of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. It looks like I want to give the dude. I want to I give him. Hello, Pharaoh. I I, I want to give him a pair of pliers and, and and say go find you know the abominable snowman for me. <laughs> Eat like, like it looks awful. Like this this franchise just can't get out of its own way. Like this is literally an unforced error. Shelley said his name is Brownie and it's a thing. <laughs> Somebody ate some of those brownies. That's why you came up with oh, that. <laughs> That's what they ate when they decided to put it on the 50-yard line. People like it, Matthew. They Matthew, Ooh. they they, they chart. They probably did, you know. They did a hype groups. video for this, Dave. They did a hype video. The Browns did a hype video for a elf at the 50-yard line. It's a focus group thing, probably. They put it out. They said this with is really reviewing well. Yeah, Madeline's like, yeah, let's do this. Let's put an elf. Even she might go, you know, during football, that might be a little stupid. Like, even my kid might figure this out, that you don't put an elf at the 50-yard line. It's not even Christmas. Like, do it at Christmas time. It's like a gag. Kenneth Dorsnick and Kenneth, I apologize for mispronouncing your name, said the Browns actually allowed fans to vote on this to be on the field. Yeah, great. They live in Cleveland by choice. So let's let's ask them to go ahead and vote on something like this. A picture of Paul Brown on the 50 would be LOL, Jordan Gorov, the Trump. It would be better than this. No, it wouldn't. You like this? Oh, I'm a Steeler guy. I love it. Because you're making fun of them. No, they're making fun of themselves. <laughs> okay. They're setting themselves up to be to be made fun of, is what you're saying. I actually, listen, for years, Pittsburgh and Cleveland were a rivalry. It was on, great. Fair, I emailed you this picture, by the way. So I, I we have to put, this has to go on the screen. because I'm trying to get it. It, it was okay. an old email. I didn't see it in the rundowns. Oh, uh, my bad. Sorry. I put it in your okay. old email. But oh, boy. It, it's an oh. ad. So I, I, added, I added it late because it literally broke 15 minutes before the show started. I went Yeah, in, it's the second I, email. I saw it. I saw I it could, and laughed. I, I like, couldn't stop. I yeah. couldn't stop laughing at this because but, I thought it was fake. And I was like, this can't be real. Like, there's no, no way. It's real. Cleveland and Pittsburgh used to be a huge rivalry. And I right. kind of like the Browns colors. I even like, you know, because oh, it yeah. was just fun. It's different. And now, orange and brown. Who else is orange and brown? It's, it's a different color. No one has that mix at all. No. I mean, you Wyoming, which is yellow and brown, which is a really odd choice to voluntarily pick yellow and brown. Orange but, and brown. Bowling Green is a college. It looks oh, they just are, like Yeah, it. they are orange and brown. Okay. And they're, and they're in Ohio too, right? They are. Bowling Green so, is in Ohio. Yeah. Um, but the, you know, they don't, they never had a mascot. So you was always look at stuff, but the merch stunk like the Cleveland Browns merch, even with fans. Like I know some, some really diehard. I worked with guy Keith. Um, What's the Steeler version of this? Like the Steelers would. Never oh, this. you've never seen it. Cause you're it's, not dumb enough to put an elf at the at midfield. No, it's a guy on a steel. It's a steel worker, like with this big hard hat on a okay. beam. I have one T-shirt of it, and if it comes back, I'll get it. You'll probably has see it. it on the show has it ever gone on the fifty-yard line? No, I mean, of like painting not. it on the field. <laughs> I think that's not. yeah, that's ah, like they painted an elf on purpose in the middle of their field. It's going to look football. great on TV. 
For who? Nickelodeon? Who the hell is going to look at What TV audience is kids? Okay, fine. We're going after the eight-year-old demographic. Tip of the cap. Way to go, marketing. Everybody's going after this eight-year-old demographic. Yes, to get the kids now. They'll be Browns fans as they get good. Sure. Why not? This feels like a misdirection to have somebody talk about something else besides Deshaun Watson. Like, <laughs> I thought we weren't talking about Deshaun Watson. You yelled at me last week and said we're not talking about it. We're not about the other thing, but the, but him not him just the not talking thing. about he, what he did. I mean, Browns fans are running around with the most horrific T-shirts I've ever seen a fan base wear, and it's gross. And that's what social media is full of all these ridiculous, awful T-shirts that men are wearing because they think it's funny, and it's not funny. It's horrible. You know, I need a massage t-shirt is not funny. Okay. That is gross. And yet it's go Cleveland Browns. So maybe they're trying to distract us from that conversation, but this, I I still cannot believe the Cleveland Browns are voluntarily putting a elf at midfield. Listen, do you see this Pat the Patriot hat that I'm wearing? Put that I'm only going to be wearing. You want this on the 50 in new England? Hell yeah. I want that to be the permanent logo. That should be the logo. There should be no other logo but that one for the Patriots. Okay, so right, this is a, this is a cool logo. I hate to say it. They're playing the Steelers this week. I don't want to talk about it the rest we're of the going week, to. but we're going to talk about it every <laughs> single day because the show's <laughs> called Bostonia versus the Book. Absolutely, yes. But for years, when you get the Cleveland Browns merch, it just says Cleveland Browns, like on hats. It just says Browns, or it's a picture of that blank ass ugly helmet. Like there's been nothing. So now this is like the Red Sox went with this. Wally is going to be the official the official logo. Like this is nuts. You don't make the, the your mascot is not your logo. Your mascot is your mascot for 10-year-olds who get bored when the game's going on and they want to see the they want to see Brownie run around. You don't put Brownie on the field. <laughs> you just don't do this. This is a everyone bad. Everyone sees the field. Everyone sees it on TV. This is a perfect place to put it. Brownie. Everybody's going to go exactly what you did. They saw the tweet. We're talking about it. We just gave eight minutes to it on a national television. I'm laughing at them. I'm not. They don't care if you're laughing or you're crying or you're what you might buy it. No, I'm not. I'm not wearing a brownie gear, a brownie shirt, just on principle. Like I'd buy it for my kids. Play the Patriots this year. You should dress up like brownie if they beat the Patriots. It's just an elf. I mean, it's just an elf. Is it? Let me see. Can we get the, if Farrah can't get the picture, that's fine. I got to pull it up right now on my email because I got to see what this looks like again. Add this picture on the screen. uh, I'll see. Let me look again if I can find it. I can put it on the screen. You're really saying it's an elf. It is an elf. It is. I mean, it's an angry elf too. Like it don't even look like a good. There's absolutely no debate that here it is. Oh my god. I don't know if you guys can see this. There it is. There it is. There's the elf. Look at that elf. Look at that darn thing. He look angry. <laughs> he looks like he looks like something out of like um like a 1930s cartoon for Popeye. That's what he was. This is exactly what Brownie was. This is somebody in the marketing department going, listen, we need a merch. We need, we need to get stuff on hats. So we won the first game. Nobody thought we would win. We were dogs. We beat Carolina. Now we got a, you know, we got a big game this week against the Jets. We're gonna win. We're favored. Game. We're 2-0. It's a big game against the Jets. It's the home opener. 
Cleveland's rolling. You know oh, what's yeah. headed here? Yeah. Like, listen, we're building all this momentum. We got to get a merch. Well, we don't really have anything, and our name's Brown. I mean, what are we going to do? Put a picture of the old man on there? No, what was that guy's name that we had in the 30s and 40s that we put away for 50 or 60 years because it was no good? Oh, that brownie guy. Yeah, let's get that out. Perfect. Put that on the 50. All the old people will remember it. The kids will love it. Looks like a munchkin from The Wizard of Oz. Kind of does. <laughs> it looks like you know a lollipop, lollipop guild dude with a high-pitched voice who's going to go and sing and dance when the witch gets a house dropped on her head. <laughs> I do that too. He looks like, kind of just like that. Is that the image you want for a billion-dollar franchise? NFL I'm teams gonna... are worth a billion dollars. The Browns used the elf from 1959 to 69. Yeah, when LSD was prevalent. <laughs> And <laughs> changed to the helmet logo in 1970. That's oh. Kenneth Dworzik. Kenneth Thank is you. our resident Cleveland expert. Thank you very much, Kenneth. Um, Guardians first, Elf second. What the hell's wrong with Cleveland? They can't get this right. <laughs> they can't. Yes, we're not going to Cleveland ever. They can't. I mean, you, everyone's like the Cleveland who? The guard? Oh, those things that were on the on that like that bridge that no one notices yeah that thing that's our guardians okay that's a unique name didn't really think about them sure what it's a nice city i'm not saying it's not a nice city i'm saying they've got high marketing people (laughs) these people are all lost they're all in the bag they're all drinking late night you know, go, they all want to be Don Draper. They're all like, you know, 2 a.m. With, with a bottle of scotch. And you're like, I got an idea. Let's call the team the Guardians. Really? Yeah, it'll be great. Oh, yeah, I got an idea. Let's take that 1930s looking dwarf thing and let's throw it on the field. Let's see what people think about that. What is, what is this team doing? This team makes no sense at all. This message is brought to you by the views expressed right now by Matthew Peralt. Matthew Peralt only, not by Boston versus the book or myself. Oh, if I'm a Steelers Shrimple. fan, I am I am cackling at this. I am rolling around at this, laughing. If I'm a Browns fan, I'm like, you just gave every damn fan base exactly what they want. They're going to make fun of us for days. They're going to win oh. again this week. They're going to be 2-0. and oh. Who's Who gives I'm a shit to make it fun of I'm them? betting the Jets. 10-31. Are you? Because of the go, elf? Let's go, Flacco. What the hell's wrong with you? Flacco. Flacco. Oh, let's Slightly go, Jets. Creepy Cleveland Browns. J-E-T-S. Logo. Jets, Jets, Jets. <laughs> let's go over this damn Browns munchkin. Lollipop guild. I, I think it's going to catch on. I think you're wrong about this. <laughs> with, the, with the third graders in the audience, yeah, it's going to catch on not like fire. It's going to be hot. <laughs> oh, the kids are going to walk around on TikTok and be like, dude, that's fire. Give me that logo. That thing's great. <laughs> the angry looking dwarf. <laughs> what the? With like a wannabe spiky weird like ha- hair thing going on. He needs a hair. He needs to go to the salon and get that. Thing he's like an, he's like a balding. It's like an old elf that's balding. It's kind of like, got a comb over a little bit, flipped up, turned up at the end. Oh, that's he looks so like he's going to come in the game in the book and do a same game parlay with eight <laughs> items. That's what it looks it's like. Legal in Ohio. It's almost time to do it. Dear Brownie will make the first bet. Oh, that would be so funny. <laughs> Brownie, oh. like Brownie's on the field in his hype video. Like Brownie's on the field, like like cheering and getting all excited. I'm like, you made a hype video for the painting of the you've grass. Seen, you've seen the hype video? I yes. 
There's a hype video for the Browns to unveil this. They were so proud that they spent time to go get somebody to do a drone shot to go around the stadium and then to come back down and do some like promotional, like Michael Bay shit on like, whoa, here we go with the Browns new logo. 1032. It's not me. For those of you keeping track for the chest, just outrageous (laughs) out of this. I'm going to lids. I'm going to find one right now. Fine. I don't mind that. I really don't. I don't mind a t-shirt. I don't mind it. I don't mind it at all. You put it on the field on purpose. Like this is laughable. Like unforced error. I'm not sure if I have it right, but I think I remember a t-shirt of Brownie peeing on the state of Pennsylvania. (laughs) Probably so. 100%. I guarantee that's true. And I was like, I'm looking at this going, I've seen this guy before. Yes, I get that entirely. I think in my youth, in this matchup, this rivalry that we grew up in, Mm -hmm. like I said, Cleveland was good. Brian Sype was a quarterback. Reggie Rucker, they had some great teams. And then Ozzie Newsome was a tight Mm -hmm. end for Cleveland for a long time. They battled back and forth. Couldn't stand them. I mean, my, my grandmother used to get so mad. When we played Cleveland. Who was the receiver for the Browns that killed the Steelers with Kozar? Um, we'll have to look it up. I'm forgetting that. I know. I mean, it was Ozzie Newsom and Ernest Biner. Because the drive was – because the drive will always – I mean, that's one of my first sports memories. Yeah. Is that was a crusher. Broncos, Cleveland. Browns. Yeah. In Elway. Yeah, that was, a, that was a fun football game. That was that was a lot of fun. Yeah, so I remember that that on a T-shirt because it was the state of Pennsylvania, and it was a guy standing like he was standing in Cleveland. And I think it was I think it was Brownie. Now that you said that, I'm gonna have to makes sense, and I'm fine with that. Just wouldn't put him it's, wouldn't it's put like, him on a field. Huh? This is like putting Calvin and Hobbes peeing on a Chevrolet logo at, on at midfield. This is what it looks like to me. You ever see that on the back of a Ford truck? Calvin and Hobbs, and he's peeing on the Chevy logo. Yeah. Vice versa. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Drive a Chevy and Calvin's peeing on That's what this, this looks This is like the equivalent of doing that. Yeah. You're, you're Eric only, Metcalf, by the way. Eric. There Metcalf. we go. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Konowinski, Stevie Mack. You guys are the best. Thank you, boys. Um, Real quick, we yep. can move on from this. Real yep. quick. Why are there two Monday Night Football games tomorrow and next week? We should ask Brownie. <laughs> I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. It's so weird. Somebody told me in the sh- chat. I asked this question. The answer they gave me was ABC's fall schedule starts on Monday. And so they were using it as a promotional tool to put two games in week two versus two games in week one. Next year, there are three Monday nights with two games on it. Anything for ratings, right? We know how important those numbers are and how they get reported and all that. I'm learning about that every day myself. Um, so yeah, put up two games, but they overlap. They're it's at the be same time. Pain in the ass to watch both games. Four fifteen start Pacific time. So it yeah. is a seven fifteen and an eight thirty. Right. Tennessee at Buffalo, Minnesota at Philadelphia. One's on ESPN, one's on ABC. By the way, I mean, eight thirty kick in Philadelphia. No thank you. Walking out of that stadium at eleven thirty at night. Why? That's the amount of alcohol consumption that's going to be going on at the link, no thanks. It's a Monday. It won't be too bad. No thanks. 
<laughs> nope. <laughs> not doing that. Listen, nope. that, that's one of the coolest places because we went to Citizens Bank Ballpark last year right across the street. That so, whole complex area is awesome to get in and out of. So it won't be too bad getting think out. Think about the tailgating and what time the drinking is going to start. For that's that's going to happen. That's 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 definitely going to happen. Like, like that's like wrong. someone showing up at 930 in the morning for an 830 kick and they're going to be just ruined by kickoff. I don't think the lots open up until noon. So they'll be, they'll have eight hours to lube up all day. Have fun, Vikings. Yeah. We'll see about that offense going on the road to that environment on a Monday night football game at 830 Eastern time kick. Which Ooh, one was so like, what's the strategy for watching that? I I, I mean, watch screens. the kick of the first one. No, two screens. If you what's have this? one screen. Welcome to 2022. Who has one screen? <coughs> Who in 2022 has one Just screen? trying to think of why they did it with the overlap. I told you, according to the person saying, the reason why they did it was because they don't care about splitting the audience. They want to use it as an ABC promotional tool to highlight everything happening in the fall lineup. So they're going to have all sorts That's of true. like promo And they get to build and- up. If this is the start of the reporting period, and it's the start of the fall season. Mm-hmm. They can pump it up the numbers pretty good. Look what we did on this Monday. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> look true. at our numbers. It's true. It's absolutely true. All right. So here's a question. After watching the Broncos last night, watching yes. the Raiders and the Chargers and what the Chiefs did to the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. Overreaction Monday, yesterday's overreaction week all week long. But are yes. the Chiefs just light years ahead of everybody else? No. Or is that just one game? That's just one game. Did you see the line on Thursday night? Mm-hmm. Does that look like a team that's light years ahead of everyone else in that division? It's a short week. It's always hard. Week two. I mean, Kansas City's the second choice to win the Super Bowl. They're three and a half point favorites over the Chargers, which is going to four as we speak. What is going on right now? Oh, no. It's, it's four down, only right? in two places. Okay. It's going up. But I mean, it's already over a field goal, which is somewhat surprising. You just were implying that they were that much better than everybody else, or I'm you don't saying, think so? I'm just asking. I'm not saying I'm. I'm just saying how what much do you think? farther. I'm asking so, you. I think you gave Andy Reid three months to prepare for a football game, and that's what you saw. And he lit him up. He's a much better coach than Cliff Kingsbury. Now, short week. You're at home. It's your home opener Thursday night. First football game. I mean, I I, I know what it's like. I don't know what it's like playing the NFL, obviously, but like I can only imagine the soreness after your first NFL football game of the season. It's got to be like that new workout type of soreness, right? I mean, it's got to be like you just have pains in places. You're just not used to having pains. They've been practicing for a month. I know, but it's a game. game games are different. I mean, some of those guys didn't take any Mahomes took some snaps in the preseason, but some guys didn't take any snaps in the preseason. They weren't even touched. Yeah, that I mean, for the guys that weren't hit, it's definitely got to have that new workout soreness. Speaking of workout, do you see what Mac's doing every day, and he's putting people to shame, posting these videos. I, I, I just cars, like, like, like I mean, yeah, like, just for you know, wake up. He's up at the crack ass of dawn, and he's showing off doing videos. I'm proud. Dawn, of it's four thirty in the morning. It's not even dawn. It's before the he's up before the sun even rises. I know. I know it's definitely inspiring. Keep it up, Stevie Mac, capital M, capital K. Um, 
I'm not surprised at the numbers three and a half. I'll be surprised if it goes to four and a half. Okay. I I mean, my first thought is like this is gonna be it gotta be an over. I mean, I think have we reached the number that it's already stopped? 54 and a half over. Feels like both teams score 30. I mean, it's just 38, 31, 38, 35, 31, 27. I don't know. Somewhere in that neighborhood. But feels like somebody gets 30. Um, I mean, we saw Denver, what they are. The Denver's going to be inconsistent. It's going to be a mess. It's going to be new coaches. It's going to be a new system. It's going to be... I mean, Russ was good. I don't know. He threw for 340 yards. Was he great? How do you walk back into that locker room and look your team in the face and go, we just told you this is the guy. But when the game was on the line, we chose the $3 million a year kicker over our $25 million quarterback. Russ towed the line afterward, too, perfectly. Like He's just like, yeah, we asked him before the game where he needed to be. And he said, on the 46 on the right hash. He got it to the 46 on the right hash. He just missed it. I don't think it would be that big of a deal if he made the kick. You no, know? I, 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 this is a, thank you for saying that because I forgot to bring this up. <clears throat> There's a great book I've referenced it before called Thinking in Bets by Annie Duke, former pro, mm-hmm. pro pro poker player. The whole book is about not judging your decision based upon the outcome. Meaning, mm-hmm. how did you get to this process? How do you get to this place before you make the decision to kick the field goal? Everything that Nathaniel Hackett did leading up to the field goal was, was a complete cluster bleep. He blew it all, had the football, had three timeouts, had a chance to go for it on fourth and six uh-huh. and chose to kick a field goal for the second longest field goal kick in NFL history uh-huh. to win the game on the road, not at altitude, by the way, at sea level, FYI. What are we like? So you're right. He just missed the kick, but the decision process to get to the call to me was horrible. Bad, bad. So that I'm criticizing Hackett, whether he makes the kick or not, whether it goes in or not should, it, it, it would have been a fortuitous outcome for him fortuitous. to just fall forward, stumbling his way down a hill to somehow land on his feet at the bottom yes. of the hill. Yes. It would have been luck. So the opportunity to make that kick was 15%. The opportunity to get the fourth down conversion was 44%. He chose, he chose one that was far more difficult on purpose with three timeouts. So the decision process, yeah, Russ might be able to, you know, toe the line and whatnot, Right. Nathaniel Hackett's decision process to get to the kick was a joke. It's so weird because <clears throat> I wasn't watching it live. I was listening to it and I, cause I was running around and I had to go. So then I rewatched it and I was like, what the hell was he really doing? Like, why was there no one on the sideline? It was so strange. And you want to talk about playing conservative. You cannot play conservative and win. You can do it by accident, but you're not going to win-win. And I use it all the time, like with the kids when I'm coaching, or even a metaphor for life. Fucking go for it. If you're supposed to go for it, like, go for it. Go to win the game. If you lose, at least you, you know, put in all of it. 
But if you throw the ball, that drives me crazy. On fourth and five, you throw the ball incomplete. Okay, it's a minute 20 to go. You got three timeouts. Stop. Maybe you burn three run plays. How about the decisions leading up to the fourth down, though? Like we had all the world. We got the the ball with two minutes to go and all the timeouts. Like drive, move, drive, move. They treat those timeouts like, I know you're never going to get them back, but you can use them. Right. Cut, yes, yeah, save some clock. Right. Take a, take one before the two minute warning. You're gonna take it one there. You're gonna take it one right after the two minute it's warning. So strange. Like, like, I don't understand. And I mean, I've heard it. I've never been to Patriots practice, but I've heard he practices that shit every day. If you no, don't everyone's everyone says that that they, you never you're never in a game situation with the Patriots, you have not practiced. You know what's Game time situation, time there score. What yeah. do you need? They already, they already know. Same thing happened with the interception against Seattle in the Super Bowl. Like Malcolm I think Butler. maybe too, you got to get, you got to understand. Like with Denver, there's a, there's a trust thing. Like it, I mean, they have to trust each other, and I okay. think it's got to work itself out. So I mean, like as far as the, as the, where they're at in the division and how far they're behind Kansas city. We thought they were far behind Kansas city before season wins. Didn't say so season wins were the same. Odds makers thought that Denver and Kansas city were going to be the same. I think they're, they're farther apart than people thought we were both, you know, I've been anti Denver since they signed Russ. I mean, and everybody's coming at him with let's ride. I mean, that's fun. Oh gosh. It's- that post game interview on the NFL network. Oof. It's it's. I mean, you brought it on yourself. It's fine. He did. Um, and then the Raiders. I don't know. I will learn more about the Raiders at home this week against Arizona. We'll 100%. learn a lot. Yeah, I don't know they, what to make of their game against. They the should Cardinals. donkey kick the Cardinals. Like if, if the Raiders already, are going to be a thing, sure. It's already. Yeah. If 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 the Raiders are going to be the Raiders, if the Raiders are going to be a contender, they will curb stomp. <laughs> This weekend, <laughs> Sonic chimed in BVB word of the day, fortuitous happening by accident or chance rather than design. <laughs> Sonic, thank you very much, sir, for, for giving us the definition, the BVB word of the day, counselor, <laughs> fortuitous. Yes. Like well, it. it is fortuitous for your Pittsburgh Steelers. because It sounds like Najee Harris is going to play this weekend. Damn right. He is. Najee said he's good to go. Damn he's going right. to play. Let's go. Do you think he does play? Or is this just smokescreen on a Tuesday? Why do you always do that? It just rained right on my parade. Well, it's gonna it's a logical question. It's a fair question. I I don't know. Remember, I'm the Jets there. said that, that, that it was likely that Wilson was gonna play in week one. So I mean the Steelers can't lie. Najee Harris can't lie. He ain't playing. I don't know. If he plays, how effective is he going to be? That's the question, right? Yeah. You know? Well, oh, yeah, Naj is going to play, and then he's going to be Friday questionable, and then Sunday game time decision, and then oh, scratch. Not play. <laughs> not play. I mean, it, they said the same thing with T.J. Watt, because T.J. Watt got a second and a third opinion. And then he this morning – oh, no, not, not this weekend, but Mike Tomlin said this morning that they feel much more optim- optimistic about getting him back this season than they did on Sunday, which is kind of like – Okay. Interesting, but we'll see. Is it torn or not? If it's partially torn or fully torn, whatever it is, but he's out for a long time. It, just, it feels like yeah. Zach Wilson all over again to me. It feels like a team just sort of like, you know, not wanting to give any competition or any competitor, any information 
And then the reality comes out like it'll be December and TJ Watt hasn't played yet. It's such BS. It's uh, he ain't playing. I mean, give me a number. Najee plays what? The no is what? I mean, I make it more than the yes. So 150. Yeah, fair. Somewhere in that neighborhood. It's not as high as two to one, but it's, it's definitely the favorite. Yeah. Just based on what I've heard and read. I just don't think it matters. Like they're one and oh, you don't need to, you don't need to risk it. Like uh, if, if he, he can plays, play, he's going to play. They need him to play. I know, but if he plays in the drop the off season, from Najee to the backups is big. Okay, but if you play him, would you rather have him for the Patriot game or fifteen more games after that? Oh, I mean, if I got to pick between the two, I don't need him for the Patriots game. I need him for the season. Yeah, I would. I wouldn't play him. What I mean, we are one and zero. Oh, we did beat the Cincinnati. That's, that's my point. So you're one and zero. So you don't need it. You got these Boston guys talking about it on Twitter now. You're reaching into Dan and Murr and all this other stuff. I mean, it's great. No, I'm telling you, since June, this is bad enough. Happen. I got to hear your shit. I said the Patriots were going to lose Week One to Miami and beat Pittsburgh Week Two, lose to ba- to Baltimore Week Three. I'm waiting for these turncoat Chef Benny. And uh, turncoats, Jay Dalbets, and all these other people calling a Boston person a turncoat. Look out! Oh, that's personal. So Uh, that's that's striking a harsh. That's you know, remember, there's no country without without our red, without our guys getting rid of those red coats. (laughs) A turncoat comes from the I said turncoats. That's what that term comes from, really. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Benedict Arnold, (laughs) that guy. Uh, You're a turncoat. Was looking for that guy. Yeah, he was. He was. He he truly was. Oh yeah. Man. Elijah Mitchell is out two months for the 49ers with a knee injury. Oh, Trey Lance is still the starting quarterback. Jimmy Garoppolo is not getting traded to the Dallas Cowboys. Nope. Do you fade? Should we be fading San Francisco? Like, is this a team that we're gonna? Is this a go against team for a while? They're minus ten. I know. Minus ten. Yep. I mean, Gino did do enough last night to be less than ten. Do you like the neon green? Love it. It's fantastic, isn't it? I love I love Seattle. I love that Oregon and Seattle, that whole part of the country, the Pacific Northwest, embraces that like blue and bright, bright green. Absolutely love it. Yeah, it's great. I wish I liked the Seahawks at all. I just don't. I just, I don't know why. I, mean, I don't like Pete Carroll at all. See, I kind of dig Pete. He ruined, has, ruined he my takes football like game. eight pieces of big league chew. Choose it up. Like by, he's going constantly. He's running up and down the sideline. He's 70. He's wearing the Skechers, you know, old man walking shoes. And he's still doing it. Yeah. I it's, he's a it's great to show. He's a great coach. He just ruined my team. So who was your team? He coached the Patriots. He wouldn't know what he was doing back then. All right. He still ruined my team. So I'm never going to be a Pete Carroll fan, but he is. You know, the reason why the Patriots won a Super Bowl. So uh, I would say thank you to Pete for that. <laughs> so well, he'll, he'll always be in our good graces for throwing the football. Um, and San Francisco in. fade. I don't think we know what San Francisco is yet either because I, don't I think with Trey Lance, there's no way they should be this whole game. Double digit favorites to anybody in the NFL is insane. That's an insane line to me. I think, I think the Niners are a fade for a while. Until until they prove that they actually know what they're doing, and without Mitchell, you're putting a whole lot more pressure on that offense. Should this line be lower? 
I think so. How in the hell but, is Seattle going to score? Gino did it last night. Yeah, but don't let those He did it without a big play from DK, too. DK didn't have a big play. It's seven catches for 35 yards. That's a really odd stat line for DK Metcalf. Seattle and San Francisco to total right now is 42, 42 and a half. It seems crazy again. I mean, it was no, Niners minus seven on the road at the Bears with that same total, 41-ish, whatever. And then way it was under. a monsoon and it grass was wet and it went way under. So what do you do this week? You make the line bigger after mm-hmm. they lost at a bad team off a team that just played on Monday night. I don't know if it's an automatic fade. It feels like this may be a blowout, like 28-7 to 7 final. So under still, though. Ain't no way in hell I'm betting over with either one of these teams right now. You want to talk about an like a fade San Francisco? These are two under teams based on what I saw last night. Gino ain't looking to throw the ball more than 10 yards ever. Mm-hmm. Um, Seattle looked like they could run the ball. This vaunted Denver defense wasn't uh, wasn't overly impressed with it. Not at all. Not I mean, like not at all. Wet paper bag. I mean, they just—they were just—they were nothing. You always go that extra, like you. The kids call me extra. A wet paper bag, like it just said they didn't have their best night. Best night. They looked. <laughs> I mean, are you kidding me? Seattle looked pretty good. They made Geno Smith look good. That's how bad. Geno looked good on his own. That's how that, he did have the line of the night, though. What they, they wrote me off, and I didn't call back. <laughs> <laughs> I, like it. I like it. I might use it, Gino. That's a good line. That's a good I like line. it. Like, um, yeah. Do you? So you want to? You want to take the ten with Seattle right now? You're good. I'm sorry. I, they wrote me off. I didn't write back. Sorry, I mis mis misquoted. That's what he said. They wrote me off. I didn't write back. Um, right back. I I think both teams are bad. I think the Niners are going to be being for a much rougher year than I thought. And Trey, Trey Lance is a problem. So until Trey Lance is not the starting quarterback of the team, I think the under is the play for San Francisco. And I'm with you that I don't think that Geno Smith is going to be able to move the ball. Yeah. I do. I do. I do like the under in that game. I think that that's <laughs> Brian Opaka just said this is a teaser alert. Tease the Hawks and take it up and go under. So same game teaser teases to 17 and go up to 50 and go under. Yeah, I like that. I mean, my same game teaser was we teased it up to 50, went under last night. And then if the kick goes, that cashes. Or if they don't right. fumble from the one twice, that cashes. Right. And right. <laughs> so, yes, it sounds good. But last night I thought it sounded good. Too, <laughs> and it didn't. So remember when I asked you if you wanted to take the Seahawks plus the points? No, I already bet it, but yeah, I, that's why I came back with the same game part of that because I said, okay, you made a very good point, and I go, okay, maybe on the wrong side. I was with 90-plus of the public, so I was like, uh, maybe that's a bad spot to be. Every book was running around saying, go Seahawks, and as we talk, as I talk about, we talk about on this show, like I generally right. would prefer to be on the side of the books and on the side that they don't need. And so I was like, all right, well, let's same game parlay it because I cannot see the Broncos losing on opening night for them right. to the Seattle Seahawks and Russ going up there and getting embarrassed and losing. Were you surprised he got booed? Not at all. It's people, man, diehards. I'm okay with it. 
I mean, I'm okay with booing him. I, I am. I, they, I was okay with booing did they Brady. Boo Brady when he returned. Yeah, they booed Brady. They gave him a standing ovation. Right. And then game, the game started. Game started booing him. Boom. Right. And I'm down. And I'm totally down with that. I mean, that's Russ is a different situation. Brady wasn't traded, so like Russ had a much. Even though Brady left on his own, the way that it went down to force his way out was a bit more aggressive than what Brady's was. So even though it was kind of stunning, there's a lot of bad blood in Seattle around Russell Wilson and people just don't like the old, the, the like, you know, I'm so wholesome type stuff with him. He's too over like, the top, right. He's too sugary sweet. Like there's just it's like, there's just something over the top little much. So, it's not like it's, it's, it's not authentic. Like people really get turned off by it. They're like, yeah, mm. you're, you're a little bit too much. Like, you know, very image conscious all the time. And Brady was too, for the most part, but Rusk takes it to a different level, but he is the most liked quarterback in the NFL. Yeah. Poll. They put a poll out. I saw it last. Uh, you and ago. these polls counselor. I don't know. They put a poll. Somebody conducted a poll of NFL quarterbacks, random people. He has the highest Q rating of any quarterback. He's got the, the best NFL. hair. That's why. People like him. People like average people who don't follow football closely like Russell Wilson. So wow. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, that's you know, that's why he did the let's ride thing. They thought it was a good idea, which it was not. <laughs> All right, let's, let's talk some college football here on yes. BBB. Yes. Your Penn State Nittany Lions oh. are going down to Auburn in the SEC. Favorites. 10-58. How in the fuck are they three and a half point favorites, Dave? I don't know. This what is, is going on? I don't know. I, this I, is this is the most insane line of the weekend in my mind right now. You know, well, there's two actually. The, there's two insane lines. This is the first one. There's another one coming, but this is equally as nuts. You and I spoke last night. Before I spoke to you, I spoke to some people who are doing this in different places. And my first question was, why do you? Why did you? Jagoffs make Penn State favorite. You know what's going to happen here, right? Well, open Auburn minus one. When that was the opening number was Auburn minus one it's flipped all the way around to Penn state minus three and a half. I don't know where you saw one. I, I have Penn state minus three as the opener. Yes. Circa Westgate. Everybody had three. I didn't ever saw one. I would have loved to see one. Hold on. Yeah. Um, so, I guess I just pulled the line history for a couple places. Look, I saw it. I knew this game was coming. I can't believe it. It should be pick or even Penn State minus one and then let him bet it up. I'm nervous as hell for this game. I don't know why they're favored. Have you, you've been to Auburn for a game, right? Of course. Multiple. Yeah. Iron Bowls. Um, Hard place to play. Hard place to play. (laughs) Yes. Hard place to play. Even when the home team stinks. Yes, hard place to play. And Penn State stinks in the SEC country games. Okay, hold on. We, talk, you're gonna, we talked you're about come this. All week, you're going to bash the Steelers. In the summer, fine. we talked and about Now you're going to come at me I, at hold Penn on. State. What are did, you I, did I ask you? I asked you, when's the last time you remember Penn State winning on the road against an SEC team? We had to go back like 25 years. Shit, I think you're right about that. <laughs> like we did it this weekend. We were over the summer. We did the Penn State schedule and we we're like, it's like, when's the last time Penn State won on the road in an SEC school? It's been a long time since they even played a game in the SEC, but let alone beat an SEC team on the road. We're banking on James Franklin. They didn't to really go. play SEC teams too much. True, but we're, we're banking on James Franklin to go and do this. 
I equated it to this. I said Penn State was minus three at Purdue. Okay. Now Penn State is minus three at Auburn. Are we equating Purdue and Auburn to be the same? That's what I would – that's my takeaway. I would Much have to check the power ratings with the boys. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Like Much different environments. It's very strange to me. I mean, like that's now as the lines get as the games get further along, and you mm-hmm. have bases like that. I would be the guy standing up in the room, and I'd go, "All right, Penn State minus three. You guys have Penn State minus three. You know, you had Penn State minus three against Purdue, right? And they got everything in their power in a last second drive by Clifford to to win that game and cover. Where's your power rating on Purdue? Where's your power rating on Auburn? Are they the same? Because that means the lines the same, right? Oh well. Uh, Auburn's in the uh, SEC. Yes, I know that too. Yes. <laughs> um, well, Purdue is uh, not, Purdue is what the same? That's the only way this line could be the same to me. I I I think it would make it lower. And as a Penn State alumni fan, so first, by the I'm way, the, op- the opener at Fanduel was Auburn yes. minus one. Mm. Fanduel and DraftKings both had open numbers in May. Their initial opening number, Bama minus 14 at Texas, Auburn minus one at Penn State. It was it was one of the fan, games of the year for oh. FanDuel and for FanDuel and DraftKings. Oh, a game of the year back in May. Yeah. They opened up in minus one. Auburn nice was favored. Work. Wow. You wasn't making that up. That's good. No, I didn't see it. Um I mean, what do you think? You you like Auburn? At home, plus three and a half, yes. Yes. Oh, you, you bought a half a point already? It was a three and a half. It's Fanda was at three and a half at not at 845 this morning. Where are they now? Wow. I don't know. FanDuel is wow. at three and a half right now. Even money. Penn State minus three and a half, even money. Wow. See, they're doing what Chris said. What Chris said yesterday. You guys missed Chris Andrews yesterday, uh, the director at the South Point. He said, be first. That's the first one. There's no anywhere that I'm looking at right now, there's no three and a half. So it's three, minus three and a half even money. Mm-hmm. Right. So if you take three and a half, you got to lay 20. So for all the rhombuses and the parallelograms that want to buy it to three, so they lay less juice, they can't. Um, wow. Think that line's coming down between now and game time? I think it closes at three, so yes. I think Penn State minus three is going to be the closing number. That's a hard game. It is. It's a hard-ass game, man. A um, home dog, SEC pride against the Big Ten. Auburn fans get riled up when they get to see a team they haven't seen in a long time come in because it's the whole Yankee versus Southern heritage thing. There's a lot of history. There's <laughs> a lot of people who do not like when the Big Ten comes down to the SEC. 46 and a half is the total. I said, that's another dead under, is it not? I just can't trust Clifford, man. I, just, I don't know if I trust Auburn to score that much. Fair. Right? Yeah. Fair. Like this yep. may be uh, the old Keith Jackson word, a slobber knocker. Agreed. Right? Because 
Auburn's defense is probably uh, if they get the turnovers, it's going to fly over though. That's the problem, right? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's tough that that low in college football. It's a really low total. We're going to dive a little bit deeper. Me and P. Roll, or me and B. How did it today on eight in a box, and he had been there too. Did you see the War Eagle fly in when you of course. were there? multiple times? I was on the field, it flew over my head. Is it cool? Eh. <laughs> <laughs> he went to the game one time he was there and he goes i didn't even get to see the war eagle flying i said what do you mean he said it was too windy oh okay yeah i think can't fly i mean because that's a fly back to it's the reason why they do it it flies back to the guy on its the, the handler who has its big huge like that leather thing and it goes war <laughs> and then it lands on the guy and they yell eagle when it lands on the guy's thing which I've often asked Auburn fans, I don't understand. You're the Auburn Tigers. How the fuck do you say War Eagle? Eleven oh five. Doesn't it doesn't make any sense? Like think about this. We're the Auburn Tigers. Like go back to Brownie being in midfield. The, the Auburn Tigers yelling War Eagle, and their celebration is to go and throw toilet paper over a tree. I, like it just Auburn makes For those no sense. Of you to new me. to the show or don't know that that is one hundred percent true. Explain that one, P. Roll. So tumor, tu- so tumor's drugstore is at the cor- is, is at the corner, basically where the university's main drag meets the. It's, it's like Main Street meets the university's main, like the campus, and there's a big okay. old tree. It's a big oak tree, the right outside of Tumor's Drugs, which is this old style. You feel like you're in the '60s or the '50s, you yes. know, soda shop when you used to yes. go to like, you know, an ice cream parlor. And they have the little like you know stools, and they've got the pull down sodas and stuff. It's those places really like a time warp. Yes. But outside of it is this gigantic oak tree, the same oak tree that that dude from Alabama poisoned and went to jail for doing so. <gasps> I remember, remember that. Yeah, he called in the Five Bomb Show. And he goes, "I just poisoned the, the oak tree at Tumor's Corner," and they went and found him <laughs> and arrested <laughs> and arrested him, put him in jail. Yeah. So that. Oak tree is what they go and they throw toilet paper. They call it rolling tumors corner, which is so awkward and weird because roll tide is Alabama's nickname and the toilet paper and the tide is roll tide. And so they take the toilet paper. I don't know what their deal is with toilet paper in that state, but it's both, both universities, both fan bases use it in some form or fashion. So weird. Because roll tide really doesn't make any sense either. Their mascot's an elephant. The Alabama Crimson Tide that makes better that makes more sense, but their mascot's on a wave. It's an elephant. Yeah, that makes sense completely. What do you mean it doesn't make any sense? It's Crimson Tide, Roll Tide. Okay, so why does why are you an elephant? Why is Big Al their mascot? I don't know. The Browns picked an elf and named it Brownie. You can the, when you're the I mean when you're the in, boss, in, you can pick whatever in Brian Denny Stadium. The, the 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 thing that gets all the fan base going is they have they have an elephant sounder that goes off in the stadium. Like a son of a herd of an elephant, that big elephant cry. They played no. in this. Oh yeah, they played in the stadium, and everyone gets all riled up whenever they do that. It's like you know how in, how in New England they, they play the foghorn for third down at Bryant yeah. Denny. They they play an elephant screaming. That's fantastic. I have to go to a game. Oh, there. It's, just it's the best the little things that they do. It's it's just the. It's just the best. It's Would it surprise you either way at the game? Right now it's Tuesday, and we'll talk about it more as we get closer to game time and Friday and stuff. But um, I don't think either team winning this game by seven would surprise me at all. Penn State. Auburn. I think Penn State winning by seven might surprise me. That might that might surprise me. Going down to SEC country. 
that that would surprise me. Yeah. But oh, I mean I it's so. Auburn's not that good. No, they're not. I mean, the winter we did the winter over the week over the yep. summer. Not that good at all. It's just this is uh it's funny it's because a, every time you make a three-point road favorite, you get into this argument in the room. Well, what would they be if it was at home then? Because you know, you you flip it. So so yeah, Auburn beat gonna, Mercer 42-16. They beat San Jose State 24-16. Take nothing from either one of those games. And oh, they won at Purdue 35-31, and Penn State beat Ohio 46-10. Penn State's offense looked pretty good. I know it was Ohio, but I watched parts of that game. Their offense looked pretty good. Newbie told me about this kid, the running back, that's a freshman. He told he, he was fly. doing his high school game last year. He could fly. Could, could, could get straight up fly. Newbie really was doing fast. his games last year in high school. And he wow. was telling me, you know, he was telling me about this kid a year ago. He said, I'm telling you, he's going to be the number one running back. He's still not. They're still using that running back by committee. Yeah. But uh, he could take it to the house at any point. Knowing that and having that. Luxury is really helping Penn State. Yeah, just, I mean, and Penn State's played in some for very loud places. So I'm not saying they're going to be rattled by an SEC crowd, but never on the plains. That's loud. That's 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 a really loud stadium. It's really hard. Turnovers play. are going to decide the whole thing. That's it. Simple. I mean, it's not nothing unearthing some brain surgery move. There, right. But if Penn State doesn't turn the ball over, they'll they'll win. If they cause get some turnovers and give Auburn a chance. I don't think Auburn's going to be able to have too many drives go from one end to the other of the field. So fair. That's fair. That's why I think under what should we do or what would you do with Oklahoma at Nebraska? So for those of you who don't know, Nebraska fired their head coach. There's been a baseball and a hockey adage that when you fire the coach, then the team that fired the coach is a bet on the next game. Yeah. This number, Dave, was 12 and a half. It's now 10 and a half. Yes. This number is coming down. Yes, it is. Pros are back in Nebraska at home. Yes, they are. Why? Why not? I like it, but why? <laughs> this is why. This is you just said it all. Who in the hell wants any part of Nebraska? Just regular person-wise. Nobody. That's but why Oklahoma's they come in. not that good. That's They're overrated. The, how do you keep saying it? I'm using this on all the other shows, and I always try to attribute it to you. He's saying the quiet part out loud, people. Oklahoma's not that good. They're just not. Not yet. We just saw Alabama go on the road to Texas land. 20. Yeah. Nebraska could win this game. I I'm, I, I really think. Whoa, 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 whoa. Telling right now, Nebraska could win this game. They, they could have the game of their lives. It's just... When you lose to a Georgia Southern, the e- the easy thing is to say they are they suck, they're horrible. But like the coordinators are all still there. Mark Whipple was a head coach multiple places, including my alma mater. I, I mean, they know what they're doing. They're not idiots. And so everyone, I mean, Oklahoma might just naturally take them lightly. Just be like, they lost to Georgia Southern. They suck. They fired their coach. They're a joke. And then you get the most inspired in college football Sometimes the team that plays with more passion, Georgia Southern, wins when they're not supposed to because heart over talent happens all the time in college football. Who's coaching Saturday? For Mickey something or other. <laughs> Mickey something yeah. or other? Hold on. It's uh, – oh, boy. He – it is Mickey Joseph. Mickey Joseph. 
First black head coach in the history of Nebraska football. Andrew. Come on, Mickey. How do you think that room reacts? Headline, The Athletic. Nebraska interim coach Mickey Joseph sets staff roles intent on, quote, feeding confidence. I think it goes over, according to the people I've talked to in Nebraska who covered the team, it went over very well. They were happy to, they were very happy that he's the guy. I mean, shoot, the Raiders made the playoffs after they chucked Gruden out. I know to play is Nebraska. I, I, I wouldn't touch it, but it's going down. I mean, they're trying Ten to establish. I I think this could go, what is it, 11 and a half now? There's already 11s popping up. I saw 10 and a half. Yeah, it's, is that Vandal being first again? Because I have all 11s and 11 and a half still two places. Um, uh, Nebraska Columbus 10 and a half at Fandle. Yep. Boy, I'm really going to have to give them some credit. That's good. They're moving that number first. Um, the play is Nebraska. Play in the total 67. Huskers can't stop anybody. Black shirts are not. I mean, Husker fans used to make fun of themselves by calling the black shirts the pink shirts. And that's. Is this, are they wearing the black shirts for this game? No, they always black shirts of the defense. They wear black shirts underneath their uniforms. Oh. If, you're a, if you're a starter and a key member of the defense, you're given a black shirt to wear underneath your uniform. Right. At Nebraska. I don't know, man. Like I, it's 11 right now. It's, it's, it could go to 10 and a half autoplay if it gets a 10 for on the favorite. No lay, no lay to points. So that's the absolute bottom, bottom. It's all bummer. I, I want a nine and a half and no I take chance. Oklahoma. Okay. No <laughs> so I mean, you could right. buy it. Okay. Nine and a half. Yeah. But I think that's the nine and a half was the night we were talking about on the discord channel this morning. Somebody said to me, what, what would you do with Oklahoma? Name? When would you take Oklahoma? I said, give me a nine and a half. I'll take Oklahoma. Yeah. I'll leave it with the favorite, but 12, 12 and a half is a play on Nebraska. You can have a Nebraska team until I see it. You can, I, I, I don't want them at all. I like, I don't want this game. I will watch this game to see yeah. where they're at and how they react because in game, if this, if this goes bad, yeah, you, this is a great in game. Mm-hmm. But if this goes bad for Nebraska, it goes bad, this, bad. This number is going to be as almost as hard to make as the Hawaii number. Every yeah, it goes week. bad. If you it goes have bad, no bad. idea yep. who's leaving, who's staying. Who cares? Who doesn't? Oh boy, that's this could go bad, man. Yeah, I this is a no bet game for me unless you in game it just because I don't know what to make of what Nebraska is going to do. You're right. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm impressed that the pros are coming in this early and saying, yes, we're going to take Nebraska because of the potential of them getting literally blown off the field. It's there, but it's also there, like I mentioned, it's also goes the other way where all of a sudden Casey Thompson looks like John Elway and they're throwing the ball like crazy because I don't think Oklahoma is all that good. I think they're overrated. So right. it's, a, it's a very difficult game to bet in my mind. The second WTF, what in the hell is going on line in the weekend? Okay, the first was Auburn, three and a half point home dog to yeah. Penn State. The second is Iowa laying 23 points against Nevada with a total of 39 and a half. It's tremendous. What in the hell is this? I I don't know. 
How do you I, have a twenty-three I, point line? I don't. I, I don't. I mean, last week Iowa was favored. Yep. First week they're favored. They yep. scored seven points. We talked about it. Two. Zero oh, and two ATS. The Hawkeyes are. Yeah. Then they play Iowa State, laying three and a half points after scoring seven in a game without scoring a touchdown against South Dakota State. Come back, lose outright to Iowa State, ten to seven. So what do we do? Play Nevada. Good. Get healthy. Put up 24. See what they do with it. What? Who's what? 23 and a half? Yeah, put up just under 24. Because they're going to lay it because Nevada's terrible. Nevada's terrible. What is Iowa? I mean, seriously. it's. I mean, Nevada just lost. I mean, if you told me that Incarnate Word wasn't a real team, I would have believed I would probably have believed you at some point. Like I know it's real now, but like it's like Little Sister of the Poor was always the joke. Like yeah. they just lost to Little yeah. Sister of the Poor. That was the, the the college football joke. Incarnate word is right along those same lines of like yeah. who did who did you lose to? They yeah. lost to Incarnate Word. Must up the effort by Incarnate Word. 5541 to the FCS power, I guess, which is incarnate Incredible. word. Incredible. So that's why this number is where the number is. But Iowa has scored a grand total on offense this season. They've scored a grand total of 10 points. My, oh, my. What 10 we, points in two games. What, what are we doing, people? I mean, are we just saying that Iowa is going to run the ball down their throat and win the game 28 nothing? Is that what this line indicates? Because 39 and a half, all I need for this to go over is Nevada to score 14 points. They may not. Most likely they will not. This feels like dogging over to me. <laughs> like this is see, I think you gotta bet under. Okay. Like how in the hell you want to bet this game over? How are you gonna how are you gonna get the points? I just need Nevada to score 14 points. Damn, son. I don't know. I just this most this might be I was scoring 28. Iowa scoring 28 points. Are they? Yes. Put it. They're going to run the ball down their throat. Yes. I I remember I watched Nevada. I bet on Nevada against New Mexico State. I watched it. Okay. Crazy son of a. They don't have the defensive line to stop Iowa. (laughs) Iowa would just road grade them. They don't have the defensive line to stop anybody. Apparently incarnate word just put up a 55 burger on them. So it's just, Iowa's going to go back to Kirk Ferentz football 101. Power right, power left, get behind the big uglies, A gap, B gap, run the ball like you're playing Pop Warner football and just go down the field every time. Six-minute drive, touchdown. Six-minute drive, touchdown. I can't remember seeing a spread like less than 30 with a total so close to the spread. With a team that scored 10 points on offense in two games. Eight <laughs> Eight quarters, 10 points. So for Nevada to cover this line, Nevada will have to score two and a half times more than what they have scored and give up zero points, by the way, and score two and a half more points on offense than they've scored in eight quarters so far. My head hurts for me breaking down all those. I don't get this line does not make a lick of sense. Terrible. Chef Benny just said seven and a half is the team total. For Iowa or Nevada? Nevada. Because <laughs> I might believe it might believe it would be Iowa. 
can't be Iowa. Your twenty-three yes, point I'm favorite. Make, I'm making a joke. Yes, I'm making a joke. Oh uh, wow! I, I I I don't know. I don't know what do you do. You have a side of this? No, dog is the only one I'd play. You want that team plus the points? Yeah. Oh, excuse me. You're crazy. Can you see this? Let me see this. How does that say? Somebody on in the Discord channel went ahead and put brownie on my shirt. Nice work. <laughs> That's funny. Said you like your new, you like Matt's new shirt. He put brownie on my shirt. <laughs> Love it. Oh, that's really good. Nice Love job. it. Thank you. That I appreciate that. Um, I don't know. This game is such a such a mind bleep. It's it's absolutely oh, yeah. it's absolutely crazy. Uh, okay, BYU on the road at Oregon. Yes. Here's a trend in a, in a play. If you guys want to make this right now, I think this number is going to come down. It's three and a half at the moment. SoCal DJ pulled this for me. BYU is seventeen and three, ATS nine in eleven uh, on the money line playing in games after they were a dog in the previous game and they won the game outright. BYU was, or is a dog in this game. Right. And they won their last game. Right. Not the, not dog in the last game, just win their last game. They won their last game. So 17 and three ATS as a dog coming off of a win. Okay. They're a dog in this game coming off of a win. I think BYU at Oregon this is a big game for BYU. They're on the road, but I think BYU could win this game outright. It's a gigantic game for BYU. Yeah. I like Oregon, first thought. And I like BYU. I loved what uh, what they did last week. I love what they're doing. But the number screams to me to take Oregon. And... Let me see, 151, 152. Oregon's coming off of a 70 to 14 win and a 49 to 3 loss. Yeah. It's one of those where you look at it and you go, all right. I mean, I watched that whole, we talked about it. The BYU game was on late. Everybody was kind of yeah, chill think, for the night. I, I think watching rip Oregon's defense. Over. Oh, Quarterback for BYU, most likely. What's it? Sixty something. What's the total? Total's high, right? Fifty-seven and a half yeah. over. This is a definite over. Yeah. Fifty-eight, some places already. I like over. Um, and when I like over, I always shade towards a favorite. So, okay. um, I see two places popped up for the rest are three and a half. So, I would. I'm leaning Oregon, but. Again, I, I, it's Tuesday, so we're, we'll continue to talk about it. It's interesting discussions. You're you right now. You like BYU? I like them over a field goal at plus three and a half. Yeah, right. I like them. Okay. I like them plus over three yep. and a half. And I like I like the over. I, I like it in a high scoring game for both for both yes. teams to put points up on the board. Yes. I like Jaron Hall a lot. I think that offense for BYU is going to move the football on Oregon. I don't. I mean, I don't like that duck defense. That's they got some issues defensively. Georgia kind of not everyone's Georgia. I get it, but BYU's offense is pretty good. Right. Um, okay. A couple of quick boxing things before we get to uh, the Omaha steak searing hot take of the day. So we talked about this over the summer and you asked me, what do I think about Tyson Fury fighting again? And we just said, how big is the bag? Well, this morning it's 
now done. Tyson Fury is fighting Anthony Joshua even after the loss. Even after Joshua lost, he has no belts. Wow. They're still going to fight it. December the 3rd in England, this fight's going to happen here. And it's... Who's buying this? It's in Wales. I guess not England, but Wales. Uh, I don't... To me, this looks like Anthony Joshua needs money. And Tyson Fury is, well, like, okay. I'll smack you around for 12 rounds and take a big paycheck. I'm good with that. If... Joshua had won his belts back. This would have been the biggest fight in English history. But because there are no belts besides Fury's belts, it's our belt. It's going to be not nearly as big of a deal. 60, 40 split, supposedly what they've accepted, which equally tells me that, (laughs) that there's going to be, this is a money grab for Anthony Joshua that he just wants the paydays now while he can get them because he may not have them coming in the future. But I, I don't know. Did you I know the in, line yet? It's got to be monster for fury. I don't see it yet. Yeah. It's not, it just got announced this morning. So maybe it hasn't oh, popped, okay. yeah. but I mean, it's got to be 800. Wow. That big. Yeah. Yeah. Holy crap. Fury's gonna Fury's gonna batter Joshua around. Joshua can't beat Usyk. He's not beating Tyson Fury. He's lost twice to, to Usyk. And, and the reason why this is happening is because Usyk is not gonna fight because of injury. He's not gonna fight again. So he offered Ever? Joshua what? Ever? Well, no, he's not gonna fight this year. Oh, okay. Okay. So he's hurt. So all of 2022. Okay. He's like he's not gonna fight again in 2022. So 2023 okay. in the future, Usyk will fight again. And it could fight Fury. I mean, that's that's what everyone wants. Everybody wants Fury Usyk. That's the fight. So if Fury does a tune-up fight, he's using Joshua as a tune-up fight to get ready to go fight Usyk, make a big payday, fight it in Wales. Oh, okay. And make a lot of money. <laughs> If Wales and England are the same, America and Canada are as well. That Zach the Hat just chimed in and said that. <laughs> Sorry, I know I'm, I'm making people. It's in Wales. Sorry. Wow. So don't mean to make people mad over there. Please don't get mad. Sorry. Zach, don't uh, mean your English mad. Don't, don't get mad. You're <laughs> <laughs> very upset about that. Northern Ireland, Ireland, Wales, Scotland, England. The UK is very sensitive. So I'll just say the UK, okay? It's happening in the UK. The fight will happen. It's December the third. If they can, they verbally agreed oh. to this, but because of the passing of the Queen, that stopped it from actually being signed. Right. So stopped everything over there, they canceled yeah. the Premier League games, canceled everything. Yeah, it's a big so, deal. So that's why they haven't signed off on it. But December the third, it looks like that's where it's gonna it's gonna happen between these two. Which is, you know, I have interest, but not a ton of interest in this because I do think Fury wins almost with his eyes closed. Right. I think it's a pretty easy W for Tyson Fury against Joshua. The other fight happening this weekend that I have to ask you because Triple G Canelo, Mexican Independence Weekend here in Vegas, this is normally a monster, monster weekend Wait, for fights. That's this weekend? Yeah. Zip, zero, no buzz. I didn't even know it was this weekend. Right? Yeah. I mean, um, this is... The trilogy fight. Wow. Holy crap. Do you see the line? No, it should be a huge favorite. Huh. What is it? I mean, Westgate's got it minus 500 plus yeah. four. Yeah. 
Canelo cannot lose a decision in Las Vegas in this type of fight against Triple G. I know he just lost one. I get it. But he didn't, he didn't lose his belts. His belts are on the line on this fight. Okay. He lost a decision here in Vegas. Wait a second. Let me get this straight again. You said he can't lose a decision here in Vegas. When his belts he are on did. the line. He did, but it was he had moved up to a higher weight class. It wasn't his belts he was fighting for. So, so he, he lost could it. lose a decision because he did or no. I don't believe he can lose a decision that would hurt Las Vegas, but he did. So prove me wrong. He did lose a decision. I, I usually, he never use it in any way. He'll never lose it. Never. I never thought he could yeah. lose a decision. And he but did. Now that he did. He got, now got outclassed. Like, it should, I mean, it should have been, it, he, he won. He lost that fight. Arguably lost that fight. Nine rounds to three, maybe eight to four, but he got killed. And he, on the cards, it was seven, five. <laughs> like, <laughs> Just, just lost the fight. It was a monster mismatch fight right. with a bigger fighter. But right. this is for his belts. Like, this is the trilogy fight. This is for his belts. I cannot see him losing this fight. Only way is if, if Canelo gets knocked out and he's never been knocked out. I can't believe the line's this high. I'm so, really surprised. I, I thought the line was going to be like minus $3 tops. Like, I... I can't believe it's minus five in a couple places. I'll be the happiest person in the world if Triple G knocks him out. <laughs> I'll be so because he won the first two fights. Right. I was there. I mean, he won Triple G. Won oh, that's first. right. You went to both, right? I, I was at both. <laughs> Triple G won both fights seven five. He won the first fight without a. I'm not even blinking. I think so he yeah. won the first fight. There's no debate in my mind. Triple G won that first fight. Second fight, you can make a little bit of a case for Canelo, but I still think he lost. I still think Triple G won 7-5. Both fights 7-5. Robbed the first one. Like, legitimately, I was laughing in the stands going, yeah, you guys just robbed him. Okay. Understood. Well, it, was, it was what you said, right? It yeah. was He was not going to lose a decision here. 99.9% .9 of the crowd is there for Canelo. His fights are unlike anything I've ever been to in my life. And I've seen five, six of them now for Canelo here in Vegas. You have to remind yourself where you are. You're like, I'm still in Las Vegas, right? Like, right. I'm, 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 right. I'm still in Las Vegas, right? Okay. Whoa. Doesn't look like it. Doesn't feel like it. Doesn't sound like it, but okay. I mean, it's crazy. Traditions I had no idea. Like it's all I I've asked people before, like, why are they doing that? It's like, oh, it's a big tradition in Mexico. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> I just Where saw are we? Brownie on my screen. Sorry if I'm distracted, yep. but they did the visual over thing. The thing looks great from up above. No, that's the hype video that they shot. It does I not just flashed great. on my screen yeah. real fast. I don't yeah, know that's what it the was, hype video. But it was great. You no. don't like it? No. It looks great on the TV. Um I mean, if I'm a Steeler fan, I'm literally playing the Lollipop Guild song <laughs> all game long. Like, I'm literally playing the Lollipop Guild. That's what I'm doing. That's what that thing looks like. You like Canelo? Hard not to. Not by, <laughs> Excuse me. By decision, which probably is like minus 250. Are those props up? No. Not yet. Not anywhere here. That's usually after Wednesday. Guys are off Monday, Tuesday in the book or Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah, it's up at FanDuel. So method of victory, Canelo by points is minus 105. Oh. So Canelo is minus 440. Oh, that's a three-way. Hold on. That, that, that's on a three-way. What's what's just the straight, uh, if you include the tie, Canelo 
is um well i guess he's yeah i guess he's minus one he's minus four they don't only offering the three-way okay Boy, interesting minus 440 plus 1800 for a draw plus 370 for a triple g they got a lot of boxing specials how about that saul to win by unanimous decision is plus 185 you want that no Saul, that just doesn't even look right. Nope. <laughs> well, Canelo, Canelo Alvarez. <laughs> yes. We'll see on that. All right. Time now for the Omaha Steaks searing hot take of the day. Yes. OmahaSteaks.com. BVB promo code. You guys go get the All-American assortment or go make your own menu to go and get this awesome food delivered right to your door from Omaha Steaks. They will give you a break on price. They'll give you shipping and everything else right to your door. BVB is the promo code at OmahaSteaks.com. Searing hot take of the day comes from our boy Tom Brady. Talking to Jim Gray on his weekly podcast called Let's Go. Yeah, I'm feeling more than things in the past for some reason. You know, I'm just really feeling intensely my emotions. And I feel like I always have that. But I think when you get close to the end. He's walking away at the end of the year, is he not? Yes. This is it for Tom Brady. One hundred percent. Yes. He's getting nostalgic. He's looking back. He's doing the senior year high school thing when you get the yearbook out and you start talking about stuff that happened as a freshman. Listen, you're getting older too. Yep. You know, and you got, especially when you got kids, let alone daughters. Started happening to me after my first one. I'd like tear up at commercials. I'm like, what the hell's wrong with me? What's going on here? And as you get older, Stuff hits you harder. So right. makes perfect sense. But he ain't playing after this. No, I don't know. Someday we're going to get the real story about what the training camp travel trip was. Did you see that tweet from Giselle during the game? No. It was so. It said, let's go at Tom Brady. Let's go Bucks." Oh, that was her? I did see that. That was Giselle's official Twitter account. I was like, hi, PR person. She ain't running right. She <laughs> I was like, who the hell? What wife writes, let's go at Tom Brady? <laughs> like, what is that? Like, yeah, I'm going to at my husband's account. Yeah, that's something a wife would do. Sure. <laughs> hi, PR firm. <laughs> oh, that's Twitter, a bad look. Running the Twitter account. I was like, oh, Giselle is supporting her man. I was like, yeah, Giselle's in Brazil, guys. She's not on our Twitter account. There's no way. <laughs> Zero chance she's on our Twitter account. Hyping up Tom before the game. <laughs> on primetime game. Go hubby. <laughs> no chance. No chance. Uh, he's done. He's yeah. done. Last hurrah. Has he's got to look around to be like, where did everyone go? <laughs> you know, there's no Gronk. No Edelman. No one's around. <laughs> I mean, it's just right. me and right. these guys who I play football with, who I kind of know, but I kind of don't. And I can't do my funny videos of Gronk anymore. And I can't like, where's my binky? Like, I think he's just, he might be lonely. This is what happens too. When you're 
25 years older than your teammates? Yes. <laughs> oh, I don't think it has anything to do with the teammates. I think it's, I think there's a lot going on behind closed doors. If you you're not it. right. You're 45 with it. years old, a lot of shit going on. <laughs> that was his, that was his right. He's right. Yeah. You know, so we got a lot of shit going on. It's hard to, to keep it, uh, you know, just pretend like everything's normal. We know. Listen, we can get a lot going on too behind these walls right here between, you know, pets, families, kids, and all this other stuff. Yeah, I get it. He's done. Boy, man, that re- I just want him to go and be gone. Like, don't do the far thing. Just feels like that's going to be well, he- like, I was thinking, I was thinking to myself the other day. I was like, okay. Think about how much time at 45 you're committing to being a professional athlete still. Like, why do people walk away? People walk away, they lose the burning desire to do it because they have money and life calls. Like when you have that much money in the bank and you've got all these other things going on, as you get older, it's like, you know, I loved doing that when I was in my 20s. I even loved doing that when I was in my 30s. But I'm 40 now. Yep. And I can literally go and buy almost anything that exists on the planet. Yep. Like, I'm, I can't buy a space rocket, but I probably could invest in a company that eventually would get me on a space rocket to go to, the sp- to, go to space, to leave the Earth. Other than that, I could pretty much buy anything, any experience, see anything I want. And he chooses to run away from 300 pound men who want to kill him. It hurts too. Like it physically hurts. Like when he's getting hit and now and stuff, you start to go, what am I doing this for? Can't tie my shoes on Mondays. (laughs) You know, my arms killing me today. Why is it still fun for him? I I, I just, I was watching the game games. It's the games. But even that game against the the I mean, he was mad against the Cowboys. Like he it's was not mad all mad. the games, and you get more intense. I think right. as you get older, and and you you want to win so bad, and like it gets hard because not everybody is there. No matter how hard they try, no matter no matter how hard you want them to try, they're not there. Yeah. So finally, you just say, "Fuck it, I'm done." He's close. I think he is close. Sports Grid, thank you very much. We're going to see you guys tomorrow night, 11 p.m. on Pacific Time after the Pat McAfee show for YouTube and for Twitter and for the podcast. Don't move. More to come here with BVB. Okay. Uh, prop story of the day. We'll run through these pretty quick here. Yep. Uh, home run prop Aaron Judge plus 185 to go deep against the Red Sox. Like it, yes or no? What's the pitching matchup? Red Sox Pavetta is going. He's allowed 11 home runs this year at home. 11 uh, have gone deep against right-handed batters at Fenway. I'm assuming judges faced them, right? Yeah, yeah. This year for sure. I'm sure he has. Um, 42 42 of his 55 have gone against right-handed pitching for judge. How many? 42 of the 55. Oh, that's good. Okay. I mean... You could take a shot on him at all the games at, at Fenway. I think if you could get two out of three, right, that would be a way. I wouldn't just cherry pick this and only be getting plus 185. I feel like you should be getting plus 250. Okay. There you go. 
I like it up to, if you can get it two to one, you shop around Caesars got right. it at plus one eighty five. but if you can find it for a better price, I, I think, you know, it's basically batting practice right now for right. the Yankees against the Red Sox. They don't care what the hell's going on right now. So, uh, all right. Props.com prop bet of the day. Jordan Montgomery over four and a half K's at minus one thirty seven. So, you know, this is going to be an interesting because we'll talk a lot of football, obviously, and we'll get into a lot of football, but there are still a lot of baseball props that have value that are out there that you can go and shop around and, and find. And I think this is one of them um, with, with Jordan Montgomery. Do you feel differently about strikeout props the later you, the, in the year we go? Like, is it harder to bet unders on, on strikeout props? No. No, it's easier. It's easier? I think so. Okay. I think you start to see the numbers get adjusted down. Like where guys were six and a half before they're five and a half. Where guys were seven and a half, you're seeing six and a half. After that, even the four and a half might become a three and a half. Okay. So Cardinals, uh, best lines minus 137 for Montgomery. Four of the last five games when his team's a favorite. He's gone six, four, seven, eight, and eight for K's. He's gone over five or more in 10 of his last 14 games after a win, averaging 5.4. Our bet prep AI is projecting a five strikeout performance tonight. Montgomery faced the Brewers one time this year, eight Ks for him back on the 12th of August. Mm. Brewers over the last 30 days against left-handed pitching have the highest K rate in Major League Baseball, 29.4. Feel about Jordan Montgomery going over four and a half Ks. Heavily juiced. I hate the juice. It is heavily juiced. I hate that. Yeah. Minus 137s. I, I don't do props over minus 130. So that's. Yeah, I don't like it. I, I I mean, he most likely ends with four or five or nine. It's going to be right on that number or it's going to be flying way over. Way over. And I think it's going to be a lot closer to that number. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't partake in this too much. Okay. Better to book is being brought to you by Caesar Sportsbooks JTP15 for up to a $1,250 risk free bet. If you guys are looking for new accounts, JTP15, oh, Caesar Sportsbooks. Better to book it first ever. Did you see just like 10 people just jumped in right now on the live show? Right now, just jumped in to hear your better to book it place. <laughs> like, what, like that. First ever WNBA play. Uh huh. Aces minus four and a half against the Suns. This is your first time ever doing it on the show. Yeah. Not ever betting it, but for me offering up better to book it for you in three years, I do not remember me ever asking you about a WNBA play five years doing this. Can you remember a better, do you remember me asking you a better to book it on a WNBA play? Cause I can't. (laughs) Yeah. I think in summer. So the sun should have won game one. They played really well defensively. Aces shot really poorly. They will not shoot poorly again tonight in game two. Record crowd showed up. Going to potentially offer it up to Madeline. Say, do you want to go to the go down scalp tickets and go to the game tonight and see what's out there for 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 tickets? You most likely will say no. But (laughs) this this is probably the last on a school night. Oh, six o'clock start. You'll be home. Yeah. But even still, watch. I mean, I I she lasts a half. Like I just go. We go to the first half and she just checks it out and then we'll go home. But it's, I think the aces are going to win big tonight. Yeah. It's only four, it's four and a half now, four and a half yeah. everywhere. Yeah. I got four uh, and a half last night. I say bet it. I say bet it. I think they're, they're going to win too. Okay. Yeah. I think, I think 
they're they'll shoot a lot better. And I think Adrian Wilson has a really big game tonight. So what I, was I the think, final game one? Oh, 87, 84. by three. Going by three. 87, 84, 171. Yeah. Over. They, they had a shot. Over. And then I could have a shot at the buzzer and missed it to tie the game. And they missed it. So, um, but I don't think this game's going to be as close as the last one because Aces shot very poorly in game one and still won. So game two, more likely they clean house win by eight or nine points coming up tonight in game two. Uh, only one baseball play. I faded Seattle last night. I'm going to bet on Seattle. It's our boy Gilbert. I haven't been on Gilbert in a while. It's won three straight starts. I know Darvis has won three straight starts as well. Both these mm-hmm. teams, both these teams are in a playoff race. Both these teams trying to secure wild card spots. Going to ride with the home team here. Last night was decently priced here in Vegas. It was minus one hundred eight for Seattle. Yep. Mariners money line better to book it. Let's see. Oh man, the Padres may end up being favored. Really? <laughs> it's minus one hundred eight. Uh, That's where it was last night. That's what I got. I got minus yeah, one hundred eight. I was at I was at stations watching the game. They had minus one thirty for Seattle. Seattle was minus a quarter, minus one. Westgate was minus one hundred eight last night. Oh boy! Wow. So they are either knowing somebody. It's coming in the bet. I like uh, I like Seattle. I like Seattle. Why? Just think the number should be higher. This is this first game of the series. Are interesting, but Gilbert's been good. Anders to play seven and a half. Just with Darvish, it's day. I don't know, man. Seven. Is I, bet under, I bet Arden with Darvis before he goes bad. He goes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just like San Diego or, I mean, I just like Seattle. Sorry. I I'm picking against San Diego in the playoffs. If they make it. Oh, okay. They should make it though. I mean, I mean, again, only, oh, it's a one and a half game lead, but, but yeah. if they play the way they're supposed to, they're in a spot right now. Four teams for three spots in the National League. Three teams for three spots in the American League. It's kind of a little anticlimactic. It's kind of a bummer. It's, I thought it we'd actually see a race that way. It's position now, right? Yeah, Who's playing yeah. who? Right and stuff. At least because I mean, the Orioles are five and a half games back of the of the race. Don, chances chances of them catching them right now is really unlikely. They have to win every game against the East, against the Blue Jays. Yeah, every every game left in the division. I think yeah. they can't make it now. It's kind of a bummer, but yeah. Tariq, what's up? Tariq just came in and said, what's up, Dave? I said, hi. So what's up, Tariq? Favorite thing about today is what? Um, so, again, you guys will, you know, you talk about Brady getting emotional and things like that. This is the week, man. This is the, this is the week. It was September 11th that I had the stroke, and it's two years. So every day I'm like, I look at the, I look at the date, and I'm just like, oh, what was I doing? You know, today was the day I was sitting in the hospital just writing and, you know, hanging out. And I got a text uh, about a week ago that said it was from a guy that I played hockey with back in Pittsburgh for years. We played deck hockey. For those Mm. of you that don't know, that's on on your feet. Then we graduated to roller hockey. And um, he said, we're coming out and we want to see you. And I was like. 
who's coming out? And I haven't, like, he heard me on the radio in Pittsburgh, like, a year ago. And he got my number because mm. we had lost touch. And he's like, I just heard you on the radio talking about betting. He's like, you were great. I'm like, oh, my God. Thanks. The train, what's up? Thanks, brother. What, what are you doing? Right. And he's like, I was walking. Now, this is a guy. His name's Rob, but we called him Train. Okay. Not because he was fast, because he was slow like a train. Like he, okay. he, he So he would walk for miles to stay in shape and he's older than me um but he listens to shows everywhere right so that's how he found me and we reconnected and he's like we're coming to vegas so then his cousin rich who was the pitcher on the softball team and we hung out my brother called him dicky do because his name was rich and i don't know why he called him that but he called him dicky do so rob the train Dicky do rich and like their wives and everybody's coming out from Pittsburgh Whoa. and they get when? here today, today they get, they get here today. They're doing Whoa. a Tuesday through Friday during the Stay. week trip. Yep. They're veterans of Vegas and they're in the wives. So, you know, they want to get home and watch football. They probably got some of the half of them got tickets to the Steeler game, oh, Okay, but I'm going to get to see these guys and girls that I haven't seen. And, I'm going to guess when I left Pittsburgh, when I came back from Curacao, I was 29. So this is 20 years. Wow. I haven't seen these people. And I can't wait. So favorite thing about today is that uh, is that the boys and the girls from home were reuniting. And I, I, told, I said, what are you guys doing? They're like, oh, we got a group dinner plan one night. We got this, we got that. I said, hey, tell me where you're at. I'll come find you. I'll give you a hug and I'll leave you alone. That's it. Literally, I just said I want to see you and give you a hug. That's it. So that's great. Yeah, it's awesome. That's my favorite thing about. It. Very cool. Uh, my favorite thing about today is we get to award a hat to a lucky BVB brigade member. Oh. Neil Mandalia. That's Big Nelly Buckets. The Big Nelly Buckets just went ahead and won. Big Nelly Buckets. I already hey. know which hat he wants. He wants this one. He already told me. I he saw already told him you? in San Diego, and he wants this one. That hat. Well, that hat will be on its way, thanks to Props.com and the BVB. Can make it just like that. That's so, Neil, congratulations. He calls this the Dodger model. I said this is the alternate Patriots hat. No, that's, that, that's not a Patriot hat to me. It's too. It's what too. What color blue would a Patriots hat be? It's too red? blue dominant. Flip it. Yeah, if it was red and the V was blue. That would be that would be alternate patriot to me. So we go. All right. So we're gonna go red hat. Yes. Red red base. Blue, red base. Blue B. Blue B. That would be blue, a patriot. Oh, blue B in the middle. Blue, blue v, v. Yes. Yep. With white Bs. Yes. Okay. That would be the alternate patriot to me. That's a that's the alt patriot hat. All right. We'll work on that too. So that's that. But congrats to Neil. So there you go. So he wins. We love I love doing this. I love giving stuff away. I, you know, I, I try to get you guys whenever we do giveaways you know, get you guys packages and boxes of stuff that we sent out and t-shirts and koozies and other fun stuff. So we'll do another giveaway at some point in the next couple of days. It's always a lot of fun to do that. So I, I thank you for everybody that subscribed to the newsletter, everybody that went ahead and subscribed to the beat and everyone who left reviews on Apple uh, and sent us those screenshots. I appreciate it. Thank so congrats you. to Neil. So that's wild that you know who that is. That's great. There we go. <laughs> Did I say his last name, right? Do you know? 
I've never said his last name one time. <laughs> I just call him Buckets. I like he named the Big Nelly Buckets, Little Buckets is the kid. That's great. Um, they're coming to town. So who isn't? Next week, everyone. I, I can't keep track. I thought everybody was leaving. No, it's football season. After they come week here now. one, nope. like yeah, people just keep picking weeks. Like yeah, I'm coming next week. I'm like really. If you ever thought about moving to Vegas, it is the single best part of living here. You don't have to go anywhere. They all come to you. <laughs> they all this is come true. Here. This is at true. some point, the person you want to see will be here at some point. In the next, you know, 18 months, if there's someone you want to see, they'll be, probably be here. The catch is when the people that come here that you don't want to see. Yeah. And they contact you and you're like, just, oh, you go, yeah. Just, oh, yeah. Kids got this and that. Ah, da, da, ah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, da, da, yeah. yeah. Shuck and jive. Yeah. At, at some point, I, I need to talk to people on the East Coast about what's going on in New York City. The, the prices of things are just absolutely just insanity right now. More than trying, here? Well, I'm trying to take Madeline to New York to go see the, the Nutcracker. And we're, we're shopping for the whole the whole deal. And I just, I'm blown away at prices to go see a nutcracker it's 400 a ticket why don't you just go somewhere closer to here because it's new york it's every kid my my daughter at eight years old going to new york it's like she'll be blown she's never been to new york she's always heard about new york she'll flip in new york i can tell you this as the dad of older daughters wait till she's Mm -hmm. about 12 or 13 when she actually really will remember it Ask people, tell them tomorrow. No, my sister, my sister was eight when we took her to New York for the first time. You remember it. She does. She remembers it. Not like they do when they're a little bit older. That's all I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. If you're going to go blow all that bag of money, do it so she remembers it, remembers it. Just my opinion. Yeah. Maybe that's London, though. <laughs> that's what? <laughs> that's London. We'll do the London trip when she's 12 or 13. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, do, we'll, we'll do that trip then that's more for me than less for her there you go that's more for me he's dave i'm matt subscribe to the podcast right now where you get your audio podcast youtube channel as well for props we're back tomorrow for another episode of bbb